0: welcome back to enlightened relationships I'm Lindsay K Porter and if you missed last week's episode you will want to take a listen because we talked about your personal energy and what you can do to create higher levels of energy so make sure to take a listen this week we are going to talk about triggers and how behind every trigger there is a belief and what you can do to to finally be done with your triggers. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless, frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, Hi, everyone. I am excited to be back with you today and to talk about triggers, okay? And you're going to hear me use this word um, and explain this, so give me just a minute, but we're going to talk about triggers and how our triggers cause us to take action driving Results that we may or may not be happy with. And this is why this is so important to really have this awareness so we can start making different change. Okay. And this is actually going to be a two part. So next week, you're going to, we're going to dive into a little bit more around how to take different action to create different results. But this week, I want to just really make sure we have the awareness around our individual triggers and how they impact our life and our relationships. So let me start with this. Do you have moments throughout your day where, you know, things just seem to drive you crazy, or something or someone just drives you crazy? Maybe it's your children misbehaving. Maybe that looks like arguing, fighting, or playing loudly. Maybe it's a spouse, who stays late at work, might not follow through on their commitments with you, or spends too much time looking at their device instead of interacting and engaging with the family. Maybe it's a dirty and disorganized home where laundry is piling up. You see dirty sinks and toilets. Maybe there's just stuff growing on your counters with piles of things or in the corner of a room. Maybe it's traffic. Maybe it's sharing a road with other people that you think don't know how to drive their car. Or is it loud neighbors that have lots of social gatherings that go into the early hours of the next day? Whatever it is for you, whatever these moments of your day are that just drive you crazy, that is your trigger and I want to share some information about triggers. Here's the fact. We all get triggered and behind every trigger is a belief that is causing you to feel bad and experience pain. Here's the thing. No one is triggering you. You are not a human being with buttons that can be pushed. Okay? You don't have buttons that they're pushing that's causing you to be upset. No one triggers you. The trigger is yours. It resides inside of you. The whole experience that you're having around being upset or angered is all happening within you because of a belief that's causing you to experience this pain. And I want to really paint this picture clear. So let's go back to those moments that I mentioned at the beginning. These may be some of the potential beliefs around that trigger. So children misbehaving. Maybe you have a belief that children should behave, that they should be kind, that they should get along, and they should be quiet so they're not playing loudly. Maybe those are some beliefs that you have. Now let's talk about the spouse. Maybe you have some beliefs that a spouse should be home at a specific time or at least at the end of their workday. And their workday shouldn't drag on into the late evening hours. Maybe you have a belief that your spouse shouldn't look at his phone when everyone is awake and alert. Maybe you have a belief that your spouse should be more helpful when he's at home or she's at home. Now, when it comes to dirty or organized home, maybe you have a belief that laundry shouldn't pile up, that sinks and toilets should be sparkling clean, that everything has a place where it should belong, and therefore it shouldn't stack or pile up in any corner or on any counter. Let's go to traffic. Maybe you have a belief that everyone should drive like you, and if they did, the roads would be a better place. Loud neighbors. Let's talk about this. Maybe you have a belief that social gatherings should end at a reasonable hour. That would be like 9 p.m. for me. Or maybe it's that neighbors should be considerate to those around them. I think you could have considerate be thrown into many of these things, like your children's behavior, where people put their things. All of this could be considered inconsiderate. So what did you notice about these beliefs? Hopefully you noticed there was a lot of shoulding everywhere, (laughs) right? A lot of it. All the shoulds and should nots we're coming out. And a lot of that comes from our beliefs, the way our brain is wired. And a lot of that comes from our default thinking, our default processing from past experiences that may have caused us pain. And so our brain has stored this information and there is a belief that this is how things should be. So, I really want you to get curious around your triggers. And you could waste your time and energy trying to not let it bother you, trying to not let the dirty home bother you, trying to not let the lateness of your spouse coming home from work bother you, trying to not let the children's arguing and fighting bother you. But I will tell you, it won't solve anything. And it doesn't work because I've tried that. Here's the thing when your life conditions don't align with your beliefs, you experience pain. Okay, I'm gonna say this again. When your life conditions don't align with your beliefs, you experience pain. And this is where our triggers come from because we think it should be a certain way or look a certain way or they should do a certain thing. This is why we get triggered. So I've shared this story probably many times over in my podcasts, okay? But I'm going to, this is just a great example of this. My husband and him staying late at work. I, you might think that my husband was pushing my buttons by coming home late from work. I'm going to say this again. There's no buttons that can be pushed. We as human beings don't have buttons that we push, I was being triggered because I had a belief that he should be home at a particular time or after an end of shift. And so this was causing my pain. And so (laughs) you might think that my husband would be aware that he was upsetting me. I'm sure to some extent he was aware that he was upsetting me based on him staying late. And why is this? Because of my actions when he would get home, he could tell I was upset based on my actions. I was yelling. I would say things like, again, you're choosing work over me or our family. Or the famous silent treatment, where I wouldn't acknowledge him. If there was a touch to the shoulder, I would turn my shoulder in so he could understand it wasn't welcomed. Like, these are the things that sometimes we do in our behaviors because I was triggered and upset based on him not coming home at a reasonable time. Let me ask you this. Did I change my husband? Did my showing up in this way, in this behavior, change anything? I can tell you it didn't. It's a big fat no, it didn't change anything. In fact, he continued to stay at work late. And... (laughs) Here's the thing, you guys, if I were to have my husband right here next to me, asking from his perspective, how he experienced this in our marriage, I could suspect two things would come out of his mouth. One would be his intention had nothing to do with triggering me. It had nothing to do with pushing my buttons of coming home late to work again. So I would be upset more than likely it was, there was a coded end of shift. There was um, charting that got behind because of the patient load. Like whatever it is, I guarantee it had nothing to do with, hmm, how could I upset Lindsay tonight and make sure that she would be angry with me? Okay. That is what we think, you guys. This is what our triggers make us think. And that's not the case. My husband wasn't pushing my buttons. I was triggered because of a belief that I had. And the way that I was showing up was not changing anything with my husband. And in fact, the second thing I was going to say, my husband would probably say, he may have intentionally wanted to stay later at work so he could avoid the wrath of me and the way I was going to show up with him because he had experienced that time and time and time again. And so maybe he wanted to stay a little bit later in hopes that by the time he got home, I was already asleep and he could avoid that moment with me. That's the dynamic. So here, maybe I was even conditioning my husband to some extent of staying home late based on the experience he would have with me. Now that's neither here nor there. That could be a totally different episode on how we condition the people in the way they show up with us. So there is that that goes on, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. This was about the trigger. My life condition, my husband staying at work late was triggering me based on a belief that I had. So, um, I, I, we will have another episode next week where we're going to kind of talk into how to change our actions to change our results. Okay. We're going to dive into that a little bit more, but what I want to share with you are four things that you can be focused on today that can really help you with your triggers. So the next time you get triggered, I want you to search for the underlining belief that you have that is causing your pain. How does this look? There's going to be four things here, four key steps. One, get curious about what is going on inside of you. This is what I like to call a thought download. Put pen to paper, start writing all of your thoughts about this circumstance, the situation, the experience that you're having. Start writing it down, putting it external to you so you can look at it more objectively than just ruminating in your mind. So pen to paper, get curious about what's going on inside of you, and then start looking for evidence where this belief is not true. I can go back to mine right here, thinking that my husband was choosing work over me. How is that not true? Like I could start poking holes and loosening that up because my husband was providing, he was helping to provide for our family. He was building a brand for himself to make the forward movement in his career to continue to provide for our family. Like there's so many things that I could make this mean different and see evidence of that as true or even truer. And in my case, it was definitely truer. Okay. If that's a word, it is today. So third thing, solve it. Look at your life condition and look at your belief, your operating system. It is the way your brain is wired. That is what your belief is, okay? So look at your life condition and look at the belief and determine which is going to be better for you to solve this trigger. And I promise you guys, I've stayed so long in trying to change my life conditions, trying to change the people around me. It does not work. And I'm left exhausted and frustrated and more upset with the people I love. So I started working on my beliefs. I started looking and working on the the meanings that I was assigning things, the thought patterns that I had that was causing my pain. And when you truly solve for your trigger, then you can extract it, no longer have it be the thing that's making you upset. And here's the thing. Albert Einstein said this, and I think it's a wonderful thing. When you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result... That's the definition of insanity. And that was the world I was living in for so long because I was doing the same fight every time my husband was coming home from late from work. It was the same thing over and over and over again. And I figured if he could see me upset enough or so many times that he would change his behavior. It didn't work, but I thought it was going to at some point but it just caused more pain and caused more disconnect in our relationship and the way I was experiencing my husband, not what I wanted anymore. And so I did the work on the belief system. I started changing my actions, which created a different result. And we're going to go into that more next week. But here's the thing, you guys, you have to crush your belief to remove your trigger. So you can start loving your life and the relationships you have again. That is the work and that is the call to action for this week. I really want you to take these four steps, examine your life, get curious around your trigger. What is the belief that you have? And look for evidence to the contrary of that belief. Go completely opposite to start with. And usually somewhere in the middle is where you'll end up. But this is how you start loosening the grip that you have on this trigger and the power of your brain of what keeps coming up for you when you experience this. So do this work this week. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing,